Finally, that time has come and the podcast is about to begin. So first of all, I'd like to thank all of the listeners that have subscribed and I'd like to introduce the Four Horsemen. So, first of all myself, I'm Fads, you know, I'm a boxer, I've been doing this, been doing this discipline for a long time, I've been killing it on my own for a long time, never needed any help, never wanted any help, always appreciated the help that I've got. And my journey in life has led me to these four brothers, two of which are sat in front of me right now. Right in front of me I've got my main man Ruggus. Ruggus, shout yourself out, let the listeners know who you are. Yeah, my name is Ruggus, nickname Ruggs, for short, abbreviated. A bit of background about me, been into martial arts most of my life. Kickboxing, Jiu-Jitsu, Waduru, Taekwondo, just a few of the things that I've been through in life. Um, I like to be positive, I'm a positive person, I like to find positivity from negativity also in my life and this is what's led me to lead up to, to the people I'm with today, the Four Horsemen. Onto me on my right hand side is my brother Lubo and Lubo could you introduce yourself to the listeners please? Absolutely, thank you very much. Uh, so my name is Lubo, um, right. Um, I'm a musician, a music producer as well, I'm doing kickboxing and uh, wrestling as well. Um, living in the UK for two and a half years, uh, used to live over in the US as well and all over in Europe. And um, yeah, finally find some good friends in here, uh, open-minded, cool guys, uh, into martial arts as well. So we've got fun, absolutely. And I would like to say a sh- big shout out to the bruv fourth horseman that couldn't be here today. Jev, Jevo, you can call him what you like, but we like to call him Jevs for keep things short. Um, he couldn't be here today, he's got personal things that he needs to deal with. So we sh- big shout out going out to Jev. We're thinking of you brother and we're always here for you as normal. Nothing but love and prayers for you brother Jay. And uh, we hope you can join us on our next podcast because he will definitely be here. Now, uh, another big thank you that I'd like to say is a big thank you that to uh, first of all to Apple Podcasts for making this happen, for allowing us the platform to bring our, our four intellectual minds, our strong spirits together, so we can bless the podcast universe and also be the best at what we do. So give us all your other podcasts on putting us on blast. The four horsemen are here, and we're here to kick some ass. So, another thing I'd like to say is a big shout out to some of our sponsors. I'm going to take a minute just to shout out the sponsors because you, without you guys, you know, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. So, on this journey that we've been here, you know, I've been hungry, stay hungry, that's my motto. But every time, time, every time to time, I like to get a snack. Now, I don't, I'm not really a big Mars guy or a Snickers guy or, or a chocolate guy for that. Uh, I know I'm, I leave the chocolate to my man Ruggus. Um, however... What I do like to indulge in from time to time is Grey's Box. Yeah, I love my Grey's. What, what are you saying about the Grey's, Lubo? All the best. Lock and load, you know what I say. Lock and load, baby. And you guys can lock and load too. Get yourself down to graysbox.com and uh, order yourselves a free Grey's Box uh, through the post. And then from then, once you've uh, indulged in there, all of the uh, indulgements that Grey's Box have to offer, you guys will be able to uh, have a monthly membership just like ourselves. And please give us a shout back and let us know how that graze went and let us know about it and how you felt about it and how it tasted, okay? Also, uh, just to elaborate on that a little bit, let Grazebox know what led you to your journey 
and it was the four horsemen that led you to your journey to Grace Box. I'd like to say a big shout out also, going out to Emma's Mattress, one of our other sponsors, so that we can sleep well at night for all the hard work that we do with our buddies and we can sleep well. Don't forget to get yourself over there, give them a, a big shout out as well because I'm sure that something could come your way as well. Right, so uh, as you were saying earlier, Lubo, you know, you're doing the wrestling and the martial arts and the ruggish is also from martial arts and i got a boxing background. How are you brothers sleeping that night? How do you sleep at night, Lubo? Well, I'll take that from you, Lubo. Well, I sleep kind of okay at nights. I like um, my Emma mattresses because it makes me sleep absolutely well. Um, I do like my Emma pillows as well, so I can get that good sleep at night, considering that when I train a lot, the body, you know, gets fatigued and so forth, and it does need a nice place where it can rest. For sure, for sure. I completely agree with that. I mean, for my months of training and my discipline, Every night I get to bed, you know, I've had my, uh, had my little graze box to give me that little, uh, that little, little snack, and uh, I lay my head on Emma's pillows, and uh, the Emma's mattress puts me to sleep like a baby. It knocks me out for that twelve, that twelve count, man, and I'll be out. Okay, so today's topic is going to be about our. We're going to pick about five films, which is our best films. We're going to pick our worst films as well, and we're also going to pick. Uh, undercard that we want to bring forward as well because we're going to put it as a film where it didn't get the ratings it deserved but you liked it individually even though all the critics killed the film and said that it was rubbish but you liked it yourself so uh, to start this off I'm going to start this off with the uh, number five in everybody's list so I mean I know you guys listening this might not be your number five this might not be uh, might not be even on your list but you know, I'm sure you guys can appreciate this movie. So starting up, the five of our best. Rugs, what you got for your number five, bruh? Well, for my number five, I've got Rampage with Dwayne Johnson about the gorilla that what happens is it goes, a thing comes from space, they're making some organizations, organizations making some stuff in space. This, this um, mist stuff comes down from space, hits the gorilla and turns him into like a 13 foot gorilla. Um, it is really funny in there. I do have to say it is kind of a bit explicit because of the gorilla and the jokes and the laughs that they do. But I really liked it because it was a breath of fresh air for the films that I see nowadays with so much violence and so forth. This was a bit refreshing. Okay, maybe parts were far-fetched, but The Rock played his part. These co-stars played their parts in there also. It was a brilliant all-round family film where you could watch with the kids, could watch it with grandma, could watch it with my dad, my brothers. It's an absolutely brilliant film. I would suggest um, you listeners, please have a check out of it because it definitely is in my number top five. And I would like to know if it's in your top five and you can get back to us by answering to us on our podcast. So just, uh, just a little bit on that. Uh, a 13-foot gorilla, you say? Man. Could you imagine the possibilities of that in reality? Could you? I'd, I'd be running. If I saw him, I'd run. Do you know what? I'd actually like to see how it would play out. Because you know how nowadays there's a new generation of uh, movie critics, or even just people in general, I'd love to see their response to a 13-foot gorilla. I mean, that sounds like a lot of fun. I've not actually seen the movie, although I'm a big rock fan. Huge rock fan, grew up on the rock, you know, from his wrestling days. 
through the movies, through uh, anything that man has touched is, is gold. It is. Um, and you know, I'm gonna actually uh, have to go out and check this movie out now, Rogus, after you've told me how uh, you pretty much sold the movie to me. Listen, the film is really good. It's a breath of fresh air. It's I wouldn't say it's like an individual film. I'd say it was more of a family film. So, you know, when you're sitting down at home, nowadays a lot of people don't like to sit around the tables anymore and eat dinner. Everybody eats individually, headphones on, stuck in the laptop or their phone. But this is a, definitely a family film that will bring the family together to give them some fun, happiness and some joy. I completely agree with that. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm a big person of, uh, you know, when you're out with the family or when you're out with your loved ones and, you know, you're engaging in uh, family time. Put your phones down, man. Put the, put the phones away. You know, turn the phones off for, for a couple of minutes. Engage with that family time. Engage in those moments that you probably ain't going to get back. So enjoy it while it's there. Put your phones away, guys and girls, children, men, women, people of all ages. So, I would like to know, being as you was on about that fact, I'd like to know your top five. Well, I'll give you my number five. Um, just before I give you my number five, Luba, what do you think about Rampage? Have you seen Rampage? have no idea about that. Tell me a little bit more about So, uh, Lubo, imagine if there's a 13-foot gorilla right. killing it. You're telling me you'd have the urge, would you run or would you run towards the gorilla and engage in combat? Because I know what you're like. What do you think? You're the beast from the <laughs> East, man. You're engaging in combat, man. <laughs> I'll stay, definitely. Yeah, I'll I face can, the fire. I can I'll definitely see that. And that's the movie I'd love to see. Rampage 2, Rock, get your gorilla, get your own big ass down. And uh, let's see if you can uh, have what it takes to go against the beast from the east, Lubo. So you're a top five, Lubo. Okay. So give me your top five, Lubo. And why do you like your just number five? And then we'll go through the list individually, yeah? Right. No problem at all. So the number five could be... Um, I'll put a central moment, this uh, movie um, with Al Pacino, 1992. Really good drama movie. It's about uh, life. Um, the character, Al Pacino's character in the movie, is a retired uh, lieutenant colonel uh, from the U.S. Army. Uh, he's blind, but he has a lot of experience, life experience. Um, so basically, the point in the movie is he kind of teach uh, some life principles. Teach a, a young boy. Um, who came to the Massachusetts US, that's the East Coast. Uh, the young boy came from the West Coast, uh, Washington, that's the state Washington, came here to study and uh, at the same time the US government sponsored his um, studies. So basically he's a poor guy coming from other coast over here into Massachusetts uh, to study um, unexperienced uh, young alone and uh, a lot of things happening really good journey good movie good movie yep yeah I laughed a bit with that I, I have seen sense of a woman and it's about like Lou both saying it's about life journeys and what we have to undertake in life um, it's for everybody. We've all got a journey in life that we have to follow. Right. And this film's about life and life experiences. Have you seen the film at all, Fahad? Uh, no, Ruggers, I ain't seen the movie yet, but the way Lubo just described that movie, I definitely have to go and check that out because uh, Lubo, 
I mean, when you was a young man and you moved here from the East, you spent some time in the States too, right? That's correct. I used to live in Massachusetts as well, and New York. So it just so happened you used to live in the same state that this movie is made in? Absolutely. Actually, I used to live in the same place. I used to live in Norton, Boston, and Cambridge, Boston, over there in Massachusetts. So basically, that's the place where the movie was shot. Also, the, the movie, a part of the movie was shot in New Hampshire, which is the north of Massachusetts. So I've been over there as well, uh, literally. So that's a great geography lesson right there, guys. So now we all know where uh, Massachusetts is. Uh, <laughs> but Lubo, from what I'm hearing from your choice of uh, your number fifth, this sounds very reminiscent to the uh, part of your life. Would you agree? Well, um, it could be. I mean, in I'm regards to yourself. Not, uh, not really, but yeah, uh, I used to travel a lot, so I think it's, uh, I think it's uh, just in general, this movie is uh, kind of a story describing everybody's life. Definitely, I definitely have to agree with that. And that's another movie that I'm going to have to take back and uh, actually go and watch. So uh, I've already got two movies that I need to go and check out. Right, so I guess it's, uh, I guess it's my time to uh, give you my number fifth. I would say yes, it's your time first. Let's hear your number five, please. So uh, my number five, is, uh, it's not a common movie. Uh, I don't think most of today's generation could appreciate this. But for the time and ever this movie came out, man, I was blown away. I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of prison movies in my time, but this by far is definitely the cream of the crop, creme de la creme, top top five on my list. Shawshank Redemption. Ooh, what a film! Shawshank Redemption. Listen, this film is the bum. Tell the people about the film for me, Fred. So this film revolves around, uh, well first and foremost it's a, it's a novel by Stephen King uh, which was adapted into a movie. Um, the year and date it came out uh, is kind of above my mind right now so I'm not even going to pretend to come up with the dates. But it's, a, it's, a, it's an old movie, uh, it's a golden movie, one that's uh, always stuck by myself. You know, It's one movie that you can always go back and watch time and time again and it's just exactly like it was the first time you watched it, golden. If I, if I think I'm right in correcting, I'm sure it was made in the 80s. I believe so, so it was made, uh, made in the 80s, like a lot of the great stuff. Yeah, I think, it, I think it was the early 80s or mid 80s or something like that that film was made. Um, I think it was one of the first films by Morgan Freeman that acted in. Um, I can't remember the name of his co-colleague off my head, but I will get back to that and search well, that well the name says all the fact that you said Morgan Freeman even though I don't know the movie and uh, I assume this is a remake as you said that basically this film was made in early 80s or middle ages but the name you said Morgan Freeman says all yeah I'm gonna agree with that I Morgan Freeman is definitely up there in my rankings with Samuel L. Jackson, I would say, and definitely Lawrence Fishburne as well. And there's loads, there's loads of actors I could say. So uh, a little bit about the movie, um, Shawshank Redemption, uh, and um, basically it revolves around the protagonist of the movie is uh, he's jailed for potentially the murder of his wife. However, he uh, he's adamant about his innocence throughout the entire movie. And upon being in prison, he meets a few characters and he adjusts to the life of uh, prison. And this isn't just a, you know, a prison as how you'd imagine nowadays. This is the Shawshank, you know, the creme de la creme when it comes to prison life. And you think about prisons and you think about the unhappy treatment that people actually go through in there. 
what scares most criminals away from actually going to prison would have been the prison in this movie. So uh, it's based based on a, a man who was uh, jailed, you know, incorrectly. He held on to his innocence the entire time, and uh, while he was there, he adjusted quite well to the system and made the system adjust to him. Also, so a very good movie to watch. You can take away a lot of things from that movie, and uh, movie actually played um, played quite a big part of my life as well, because uh, just because of the story, the, the deep story, you know, always holding on to your innocence, man. Doesn't matter what happens, you're always innocent as long as you believe it. So I'd like to get straight to Lubo. Lubo, what is your number four film? Number four film, okay. Just want to mention that uh, probably I'm going to mention five films, but in uh, not particular order. So the, the film that I mentioned as uh, number five uh, doesn't supposed to be that is deserves less than the other four that are going to be mentioned. Um, as number four, however, I'm going to say um, it's going to be Leon the Professional and this is American and French production movie made in 1994 um, the director is Luc Besson a French director the movie was shot in New York and Paris and it's about uh, Italian hitman living in New York and uh, he helps a young girl a neighbor from the neighbors, uh, so uh, her family was killed from uh, uh, one of the New York's mafias. So after that, the, this one, the famous Stalin hitman, helps the girl and uh, basically facing the fire after that. Um, the rest is story, and I think that the, most of the listeners knows about this movie and knows about the story. But however, uh, this movie was to be mentioned. Yep. Yeah, it sounds like a really good movie. I haven't actually watched that movie, you watched that. and I and me, I'm a man that's watched movies till I don't know till the cows come home. I've watched movies. Right. I grew up on movies. Um, I've never actually watched it, so I am gonna go and watch that so that I can get that feeling and vibes that you got from the film yourself. Absolutely. And Absolutely. I would definitely gonna go and see that by the end of this week, well, considering you know that we've got busy lives as well at the same Absolutely. time. And what do you think, Fad? Give some feedback for me, please. So, Ruggers, uh, Lubo, first of all, I'd like to give a big shout out to the year that movie was made, 1994, because uh, that, that year resonates with myself because that's the year a champion was born. No names mentioned, but you guys can feel free to cheer. <laughs> oh, that is below the belt, brother, man. <laughs> so, uh, um, well, if it works, it works. <laughs> but nah, nah, no, uh, no disrespect to you to anybody, but um, I'm sure all the years were great, but 94, just a uh, just, uh, year that resonates with myself. Yeah. But I'll definitely, like, uh, like Ruggers said, uh, said as well, I hadn't uh, been familiarised with this movie before. But you've just sold that movie to me, brother. So that's added to my list. There's so many movies for me to go home and watch. Man, the wife is going to be mad at me because I ain't going to have no time to spare watching all these movies. You're going to be in the doghouse, brother. <laughs> so, Ruggers, that leads me on to you. What's your number four, brother? Well, my, num my number four, as I says, as Lubo says, no specific order. Yeah. Uh, my next film, which 
resonates with me because I'm a person I like to see happiness in life because I've grown up in my life and seen a lot of negativities um, so I tried to change all negatives to positives and something that cheered me up and warmed me up was Guardian of the Galaxy um, I really really love that film um, the characters are in there if you've not watched this film is absolutely brilliant they've got a second episode of the film so we've got a part two um, it's basically based in space um, it's basically based about a guy who was living in England um, well he was living in America should I say um, he got kidnapped by aliens he got tucked to space and he had to live in space by these certain people that were living there and there were people that were cannibals so they could eat him and they growed him up and used him as their little skivvy, their little joey, let him go around and break into places to free things. So they were, like, they were kind of like a little hoodlum group. And he... Sounds a lot like Birmingham to me. <laughs> oh, did you hear that? Okay no disrespect, then. No disrespect. Listen, you're dissing my hometown, bro, so... <laughs> no, 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 I know you're not dissing. We've all got individual opinions and we're outspoken people, so you will hear that in our podcast because we're outspoken. Sure. But it is a brilliant film. It's a family film once again, um, from little kids to grandma. Everybody in between that can watch the film. It's really, really brilliant. It is set in space. It has got a few characters in there, like, example, a tree. You wouldn't believe that a tree was a character in a film, but... Wow. It is a really, really good film. It was made in the in 2000 and I think it, I think it was about 2015, 2014, roughly around there. And have you have you ever seen that film? Do you know anything about it? So, uh, yeah, so uh, Ruggers, I've I've seen the movie. Um, yeah, man, great entertainment. Like you said, it's for everybody from uh, the infants to toddlers to grandma to granddad to mom and dad to auntie and uncle. Heck, even take your cat and dog if it's allowed to take to the cinema. But um, no, that's, that's a really good movie. Uh, I'd like to give a shout-out to the uh, to the all-star cast as well. I mean, that tree that you'd mentioned, I believe uh, everybody knows the man behind the tree. Groot, and it is the man. Vin Diesel. That's the man in there. Also, a uh, big shout-out to uh, Batista as well. Oh, he Batista was, is a big, big man, he's Batista is. I mean, uh, he's got a martial arts background similar to ourselves. Um, also, he'd made a few movies prior to that, but I think that was the movie that kind of solidified solidified his acting career yes i would definitely i definitely agree with that it did solidify it and and also a big shout out to chris pratt as well who's also in the movie yeah 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 i feel chris (laughs) pratt i I really feel i really feel him um is it what's that program that comes on is it one kid and the baby or something that american show where he stars in it with the girl with the little kid Um, i'm not too familiar on that one but uh, if you're watching it ruggers i know it's Um, got to be watched so i will check it out i'm gonna say the only reason why i watched it was because of the missus (laughs) yeah you know sometimes when they take over the telly and then you're gonna have to end up watching their subs but i don't mind i love my missus so we share things she'll watch what i watch and i'll watch what what she watches definitely a victim as well (laughs) i'm definitely a victim to that myself (laughs) uh, what do you think about guardians Uh, okay i have said that i haven't seen this movie yet not yet so i'm going to put it on my list I'm going to put it on my list and uh, probably going to watch this movie uh, before Christmas. Um, so after that, I can share my opinion regarding this movie as well. So uh, yeah, man, Guardians of the Galaxy definitely, definitely worth to be in the top five. Um, Ruggers has just stepped out for a moment. We'll be back joining us shortly.
Right. <coughs> well, well, in the meantime, in the meantime, I would like to ask you, what is your third movie? Well, Lubo, well, uh, I think I'm going to wait for uh, Ruggers to come back to give the third. But what I'm going to say, not, not, it's not on my list, but do you remember that movie uh, Leonardo DiCaprio made not too long ago, where he's wrestling with a bear? <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. There was, okay, I don't know about the title of the movie, but I remember the movie, and uh, I think that he received an Oscar for that movie, I'm I, not sure. I believe he did. Right, now, uh, okay. Lubo, would you like to let the listeners know how it's a tradition where you're from, that when you're five years old you guys wrestle with bears too? <laughs> not really. <laughs> no. <laughs> right. He's just being modest, Lubo just being modest, he, he wrestles with bears since he was a toddler, so uh, Leonardo DiCaprio definitely took some uh, inspiration from your hometown there. <laughs> <laughs> nice story, <laughs> nice story. No, uh, definitely not true, but sounds really interesting <laughs> to me, <laughs> so I'll try to do that. <laughs> so I was really well being modest again, but did you see how we got into shape for that movie? Did you see his beard? Yes, I saw that. He looked yeah. very grizzly, just like a bear. So mm. if I've got anything to give to uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in that sense, is uh, he should have gone to Harry's Razors. And uh, to all the <laughs> listeners that are listening, Absolutely. to all oh, the yeah. listeners that are listening, if you guys... Uh, Get yourselves on uh, harryrazors.com or harrysrazors.co.uk, whichever your preference. You guys can download your free, uh, subscri- well, you can subscribe for free to Harry's Razors and you can receive your free pack through the post. The first pack will be free, all you pay for is shipping. Um, just leave a little uh, comment that, you know, the Four Horsemen led you to the, uh, led you to the Harry's Razors uh, website and uh, they encourage yourselves to go ahead and uh, trim in style with Harry's Razors. Great. So, Lubo, what do you use to shave your beard and trim your beard with? <laughs> as you can see, yeah, as you can see, I'm nice and clean all the time, so, um, razors, absolutely, boom. So, uh, Lubo's another recipient of uh, Harry's razors. Uh, quite a lot of us have just gotten into it as well. Um, a few of my friends that we train with back at the uh, back at the martial arts academy, back at the boxing uh, gym, all of these guys, you know, as you can imagine, we're training daily, we're dedicated, we're eating a lot of protein, and protein promotes hair growth, as everybody knows. So uh, we uh, we appreciate Harry's razors deeply. Now, Lubo, um, what would you have as your number three for your movie? Well, actually, actually, before you get into that, I didn't even give my number four. I don't believe I gave my number four. Oh, really? Okay, carry on. Your turn. What's so your ju- number just four? A quick recap of, uh, just a quick recap. We've done the number five. Rogers had Guardians of the Galaxy for his fourth. Luba, what was your fourth? My fourth was Leon Depression. <laughs> Leon Depression was always so Oh, sad. yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Right. And uh, so you said <laughs> you haven't. So, my fourth, Luba, uh, is actually a movie that was out in the early 90s. Okay. So, sticking to the theme of, uh, of Old is Gold over here. It's a. Uh, New Jack City. New Jack City? Yes, so that's starring uh, an all-star cast as well with uh, Ice-T. He was uh, he was popular in the 90s, uh, up-and-coming rapper in the 90s. Yeah. Um, also starring Chris Rock, who was one of his uh, one of his early roles before he became Mr. Hollywood. Um, also starring the star, the protagonist of the show, well, actually, not really the protagonist, more the villain of the show, Wesley Snipes. Oh, Wesley Snipes in the movie as well. Okay, so what year we're talking about? This is like the early 90s. Early so uh, 90s. originally Wesley didn't want to play the role. 
as he didn't want to glorify uh, being a crime lord, being a gang lord, being, uh, being a mob boss. But he portrayed it, and man, there's no other man that can play that role better than you, better than Wesley Snipes. And right. he plays a character, an infamous character called Nino, called uh, Nino Brown. Um, that name has been infamous all over hip hop, infamous in pop culture, and it's outlived the movie itself as well. So Nino Brown, uh, that was a character played by, by uh, Ice T. And uh, this movie is second to none, man, second to none. So Raymond. Uh, so uh, Raymond, uh, aka Mr. Ruggus, who just rejoined us over here, um, we were just given the uh, lowdown on the uh, movie so far, and I've just given my fourth. So my fourth was uh, New Jack City. Oh, oh, oh! Am I my brother's keeper? Am I my brother's keeper? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Preach. So like I was just saying to uh, Lubo over here, you know, Ice T didn't. Uh, Ice T was the protagonist of the show actually portraying a cop and uh, it's, 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 it's quite funny because uh, Ice-T had released a song prior to that uh, called The Cop Killer yeah so uh, he was actually controversy. portraying that was a controversy um, program went around all around the world saying with NWA can you stop killing police and you can stop talking about shooting the police we did cause a big controversy in America yeah so uh, we have Ice-T as a cop also Chris Rock was uh, debuting his role and uh, he played quite a uh, funny character in the movie as well. He was um, uh, a co cocaine crack user. That's it, he was a junkie in the movie by the name of Pookie. Uh, another name that's uh, infamously found its way into hip-hop culture as well. But Wesley Snipes, man, playing Nino Brown, that character Nino, still still so relevant in today's, today's pop culture. Yes, it definitely is. And so I take it that's my turn for number three. Yeah, is that correct? correct? Okay, like we said, it's in no particular order, and I'm sure you lot are going to talk to me about this and give me some inputs on this movie. Uh, my number third film would definitely be The Mafia, and it is definitely <laughs> Casino. Casino, yeah. Now that is a movie. Casino. Man, what Casino, a Robert De Niro, Pesky, and who else was in that film again? Yeah. There's some some serious bobs in that film I can't There's remember lot, all the characters there's a serious cast I can't recall any names right now besides Joel Pesci and uh, Robert De Niro, Robert De Niro. Um, I'm, I'm sure it'll come to me there's that one there's that one line in the movie Joel Pesci says uh, I'm the type of guy that will crack your head open put you in a coma go to prison and then when I'm coming out you'll be coming out of the coma and I'll crack you upside the head again because I'm done right Listen, Pesky's character in that film was very, very serious. So it was basically about the mafia moving out into the desert to take over the gambling scenes of America, um, all the corruption, all the police that they had in their pockets, what they were paying off, all the politicians, all the lawyers. And you know the rules when you're gambling, the house always wins. The house always wins. And if they didn't they didn't get what they wanted and, and people were messing about they sent in the man Pesci Joel Pesci the man he's the man I thought that film was absolutely brilliant have you watched that film Lubo? oh absolutely absolutely <laughs> what did you think about the film? Um, I like it I like it it's a really good movie first of all it's old school movie which I prefer I prefer old school movies instead of the this new movies like these days um, good acting Good story, good directing. Um, in general, I like the movie. Yeah. 
definitely, definitely worthy of being on any top five out there. Um, I'm actually sad that I didn't put that on my top five, so I'm a little bit jelly right now. <laughs> yeah, that is, like I said, that's definitely my top five. Um, you know, I'll just admit to everybody here, um, I'm a bit older than some of the some of the guys here, so they call me the Oak because I'm the old school. Um, the knowledge and the wisdom, as I say. But all it was is from my upbringing. I grew up hearing about all the mafias going on in the world, and it was well documented on the televisions of all these well-known mafia gangsters. Um, I've seen loads of things come up on the telly about these people. So it was, it was plastered around my life on the television and what happened to the cases and so forth. So it was part of my upbringing. So it wasn't the. F it's not the part that I'm um, glorifying the, the violence. I'm not glorifying any violence in that regards. But it was the 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 way that they played the characters, the storyline of the film, and how the film came across to the general public. So, uh, so just to put it out there again, just touching on what, what you just said, uh, where you spoke about you know not glorifying the uh, mafia side of it, not glorifying the violent side of it. Um, it just it's a different era. I mean, if that movie that movie couldn't come out in any any other era and succeed, that that movie is made for that time because in that time period, man, we just we appreciated good movies, we appreciated good stories, and you know, as you said, you're the York Ruggers, and uh, I completely agree. But I'm from that old cloth too, man. I'm gr I grew up on uh, I grew up around a lot of olders. I grew up around that oak, and uh, you know. It's just the way we carry ourselves. Why the four horsemen gets get on so well with each other because we've got that same mindset. That same mindset. So, I would like to know after I've said that Casino, one of the baddest films made. I'm gonna say that. Um, I want to know Mr. Lubo's number three. Okay, as we says, I'm gonna apologise for the background noise. This is our first podcast. Um, we're in a cafe at the moment. Um, um, and so we're going to give a shout out to the calf that we're in. So uh, Ruggers, just want to give a quick shout out to uh, Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons allowing us to uh, kindly, you know, they've kindly allowed us to uh, use this plat to use their cafe for this platform and allowing us to speak to you guys over here uh, in the comfort so we're not outside in the cold. Um, but no, um, definitely big shout out to Tim Hortons. It's just opened up here in Birmingham um, on New Street, uh, just just in, you know in the centre of the uh, centre of the city with the Harp Reefs, uh, Birmingham City. Um, and definitely, guys, if you haven't already, come down here and check out the check out the cafe, check out the scenery, some of Canada's finest, and uh, we hope we can continue this relationship we have with Tim Hortons. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give a shout out to that because it's the Canadian business. The coffee here is absolutely brilliant. They haven't got one coffee that they sell. Obviously, you know, they've got quite a fair few of different coffees that they sell here. Hot chocolates, food, refreshments and so forth. So like we say, a big shout out to Tim Horton. Thank you very much for giving us the platform to start off. And everybody that's in Birmingham Town Centre, they're down by the ramp from Birmingham New Street. They're just over the road from the ramp by McDonald's. So anytime you're in Birmingham town, they're just on the corner from over the road from the ramp from New Street. Go in, go and get a coffee, go and get a chocolate, go and get whatever you like, some food, and sit down with the family. And it's got an eatery place. They've got an upstairs and downstairs where they can fit everybody in. So that's why you can hence the background noise. So uh, whether you're on your own, you know, working, you want to go somewhere for your break, definitely a great place to come for your break. Whether you're with your wife, you bring her down here, man. 
treat her to some Timbits donuts. She'll definitely be very appreciative of that. Or as uh, Roger said earlier, you can bring the whole family down, bring grandma down, bring granddad down, bring the kids down. There's plenty of seats, uh, there's pl plenty of space. And, uh, you know, sometimes you go to a cafe and everything's all cramped together. Uh, it's actually quite nice because it's spacious. And, uh, you know, there's room to uh, you can you can even host a podcast down here if you wanted. It won't be as good as our podcast, but uh, definitely, definitely the opportunity to do so. Luba, what do you think about this cafe? You know what, man? People come over here, just spoil yourself a little bit. It's nice. Just enjoy your life. It's nice. Try that sometimes. Come on. Right, so uh, we've got number three from Ruggs, from Ruggus, Mr. Ruggus, aka the Oak, aka the man, the myth, the legend. So, uh, Libo, the beast from the east, what are you bringing to the table for your number three dog? Carry on, okay. So number three, I'm going to bring this interesting movie. Actually, this is a remake. This is a remake from 1967, I think, or 1968. Don't get me wrong. Um, the official movie was made in the 60s, late 60s. So this is the the movie is called. Um, let me let me just describe first. So after that, I'm going to present uh, the title of the movie as well. So. It's about a businessman, really good businessman, um, millionaire, lives in New York, really good one. Um, the business is going well, he's alone, unmarried, um, everything is going well, all the deals are good. And uh, basically he's boring, his life is, is too monotonous, it's, there is nothing spontaneous happening. So he designed uh, to the official movie, the first one was to rob a bank and uh, nice. in the remake, the remake, I'm talking about the remake, in this case um, also the movie is shot in New York and uh, they use the facilities of modern, muse uh, modern museum of modern art. That's MoMA and uh, the, one of the most famous museums in the world and uh, most expensive as well. Um, say, so he stole a Monet, official Monet paint from the 19th century, a French painter. I, I mean, don't get me wrong, I think that Monet could be painter from Belgium but used to live in France as well so don't get me wrong about that I'm not too sure uh, the point is that he stole the paints from the museum and uh, it was really really interesting how he did that yeah. the whole story yeah yeah I did see that film I know what film I'm about I'm not gonna release the title because that's the name for you to release mm -hmm. but I did see that film and it is about the preparation work that he put into it to that's be able right. to Steve the Moe painting. I'd just like to say, uh, Lubo, man, you're dropping some knowledge on this right now. Uh, I'm very anticipated to hear what this movie is called. Lubo's being a bit mysterious, not leading, not leading us on. Um, you know, just uh, keeping that title to himself right now. Uh, but I'm definitely inclined to know what this is called because this is definitely going on my list along with the other movies from today. Well, as you know, the beast from the east, the Europeans, you know, they like to keep things under their sleeves and under their sleeves so they don't like to release anything, you know, they keep everything at the back, they don't ever push anything forward and that's definitely Lubo, the beast from the east. 
I'd still like to say a few more shout outs because I'm just thinking about him as well going out to the four horseman Jevo can't forget about you as we said today he couldn't be here because he's got some personal things that he needs to attend to so we'd just like to say to you that we're here waiting for you okay and we'll catch up with you later so uh, just just on that note I want to say uh, brother Jay our prayers are with you man um, you know whatever it is you're going through right now man we're here for you um, you know we can't do the show without you but uh, you're here with us in spirit and we're looking forward to uh, actually having you on the podcast as well so you can share some of your persona share some of your knowledge share some of that love share some of that brother Jay spirit um, and uh, you know we're going to take his, take his next couple of minutes just to give a shout out to brother Jay to my brother from another mother um, Jay will definitely brother Jevo will definitely be with us next time for the next podcast um, I call him Silver Tongue because he's just got a smooth smooth voice so you'll be able to hear from him next time just to make everybody also aware that we will be opening our YouTube page so we'll be doing videos as well as well as the podcast so you can back us up on both ways um, I'm in the middle of opening up that page for all the listeners that are listening so that you'll be able, be able to give you all the details and links to that page a bit later on I'm just going to find out what the name of that film is now from my brother Lubo definitely interested to hear this so Lubo bless us with the title brother right just to mention so the movie is called the, to the, affair, the affair of the Thomas Crown so the Thomas Crown affair is the uh, remake from 1998 and uh, just to mention the main character is Pierce Brosnan right that's correct yes, Brosnan. Uh, so the girl the supporting role that the girl is acting the actress is uh, Renee Rousseau um, it's happening in New York Manhattan really cool story uh, interesting movie the remake that we're talking about right now is incredible really good one um, also, I would like to say that uh, if someone of the listeners uh, haven't seen the official one from the late 60s, try that one as well. Uh, really cool one, really cool movie. Good story. Yeah, the chemistry in the film between the actors, because a film is only successful if there's chemistry between the actors Absolutely. and the actresses. And Rene Russo and Pierce Brosnan, Listen, I'm going to take my hats off to you there. Your chemistry in the film is brilliant. Um, the way that you're acting, the way the storyline behind the film of how they steal all these paintings and so forth is absolutely brilliant. And I don't think you could make up something like that, the way that they stole it. So I would say to the listeners, if you haven't saw this film, please, please, please do. If you can, if you've got your Netflixes or your show boxes and so forth please check it out and at the same time it is also a family film that can watch from a younger age all the way up to grandma and grandpa absolutely yes absolutely so uh, i haven't actually seen this movie but man you guys have sold this movie to me so uh whoever's in charge of the press you guys all my brothers here some money <laughs> okay so, uh, so yeah so thank you very much for your number three lubo so let's hear it from the man, Mr. Fad. We want to hear your number three, and I hope it's a good one. If it's rubbish, I'm going to give you a kidney shot. <laughs> oh, don't give me no kidney shots right now, brother. I'm trying to recover from this bronchitis, which is beating me up. Uh, so number three, my number three uh, 
it's definitely one that you guys have probably heard or seen before so this number three is called this number three when you're ready is called Pulp Fiction Pulp Fiction oh my gosh so that's uh, a Tarantino movie a man who I admire very much Let's just put it this way. Carry on, carry on, carry Tarantino on. Tarantino is the man. Is oh, the that, man. That's what I'm is saying. the that's man. Saying, is man. the man. That's what I'm saying. So just let's say like and lord about that. There's nothing else to say about this movie that this movie hasn't already said for itself. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. I agree. I'm gonna take it that the majority of everybody has watched this film. Okay, if you're below the a if you was born in two two thousand you probably might not have seen it. Anything before 2000, you've definitely watched Pulp Fiction, um, a big film made by Samuel L. Jackson, who created the film with John Travolta. That was John Travolta's comeback film from Greece. Now, talk about chemistry. That yes. chemistry in there, and the line that Morgan, that um, Samuel L. Jackson gives down in the room, I am the... Do you remember the line? I remember the line, but I ain't going to say it on this uh, yeah, platform. Yeah, I'm right not going to say it neither. I think we should leave that one. because All I'm, all I'm going to say, Ruggers, is uh, what ain't no country I've heard of. Right, so it, uh, just to let everybody know that this is an X-rated film. It's very, it's very explicit with um, the language and some of the scenes that are in the film so if you're adults and you was thinking about some of the films we were speaking about about that the family films this is not a family film this has to be from 18 upwards i wouldn't suggest showing it to younger kids because they'll be walking around saying these words at school or at the nurseries and teaching other kids and as i says we don't promote negativity in that regard so don't let the kids watch it if you're an adult Please watch this film because it is a really good film, regardless of the explicit words that are in it. What did you think about this film, Lubo? Absolutely, I totally agree with that. I like all Tarantino movies, so and I've seen Perfection a few times. Definitely great movie, great story, extremely great acting. Uh, so I do recommend this movie. If you've got time, if you can't find this movie, Absolutely, if both. So try to watch this movie. Okay, so I would like to ask my man Ray about uh, his number two. What is your number two, Ray? Uh, like we said, it's not in any particular order, but my number two film is going to be Matrix. Matrix. Um, I really love the film. I, I really loved the the storyline behind it because if you could look at that film it could actually be true and this is the thing about the film the storyline it could actually be true we could actually be living like that and we don't actually know basically what it is they've got everybody in pods and they think they're alive walking around the earth and they're walking on the streets but they're not actually it's just embedded into their brain while they're lying in these capsules have you got anything you would like to add to this film as well Fads? Man, just think about it. Let's talk about it for a minute. So imagine, nowadays you've got the new VR headsets and the new uh, gaming experiences. Man, we could probably be living in a Matrix and not even know it. Luba, what's your thoughts on this, bro? I've seen Matrix and uh, I like the movie. Uh, the story is incredible, as Ray has, they say. Um, 
fantastic movie, fantastic story. I'm, I would like to put the emphasis on the story because it's fascinating. I mean, really fascinating, mind-blowing. So, we're going to speed things up a little bit now. What is your number two, Lubo? Okay, so the number two today, actually, it, as you said previously, not particular order, but uh, as a number two today, I'm going to put um, the movie that Denzel Washington uh, has the main role in, and that is basically he split the main role with uh, Clay Owen thing that was the name and that's inside man uh, so Denzel act as uh, official detective trying to figure out what the story is behind uh, they've got a situation uh, robbers in the bank um, nothing has been robbed they do not try to negotiate nothing's happening for hours uh, basically the police all detectives they've got no idea what is going on have you seen that movie? So first of all, man, I'd like to say, Lubo, that was actually going to be my number two. I was, when, I, when I wrote this list, I was actually uh, thinking about putting that as my second. So carry on with the story. Carry so, on uh, with the story. Another thing about this movie, man, it's just great. The soundtrack is great. Um, the overall movie is great. Denzel doing his thing, as always, legendary. Um, so these guys actually break into the bank. Steve is the uh, common name that they've given to everybody. Absolutely. Steve, Steve-O. And yeah. uh, they actually uh, make a hole in the back of the bank and yeah. they lock themselves in. So instead of stealing something, they're putting themselves into the bank. Man, what a strong movie. Um, strong movie, strong story from start to finish. Keep you at the edge of your seat. Absolutely intense and absolutely great. Rogus, what's your thoughts on this? Well, listen, Inside Man is um, absolutely brilliant film by Denzel Washington. I think Denzel Washington is a brilliant actor. Everything he touches is gold in my eyes. I've got other films. I'm going to bring one of his films. It's not to the thing, but The Book of Elijah. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant film as well. Yeah. yeah, Book of Elijah. They call it The Book of Eli, but it is actually Elijah from yeah. the biblical days. Absolutely, that's and correct. And that's what it's from. Okay. Um, absolutely brilliant film. I totally enjoyed it. I think if you out there as listeners and subscribers, please watch the film because it has really got a good storyline. I would like to know now your number two, please, Fad. Because you're going to have to change it from Inside Man now. Well, um, originally when I was making the list, I was thinking about putting this down. But instead I opted for a different Denzel movie, so it is another Denzel. Okay. Um, as he is one of my favourite actors, um, as you mentioned earlier with Sam Jackson, Lawrence Fishburne, Morgan Freeman, all them brothers, but i got to put Denzel at number one. So uh, this movie, my number two, Bone Collector. Ooh, Bone Collector. So he's uh, another, another all-star cast with uh, Denzel and Angelina Jolie. Um, man, Denzel solves this crime while he's lying down on the bed as a uh, you know as a handicapped uh, you know physically impaired physically impaired um, immobile detective man and talk about movies talking about action the intensity Denzel had all the action all the intensity while he was immobile in the entire movie 
What's your thoughts about that, man? Great movie. I, all I can say is a really good movie, so I've seen that as well. I like, uh, as you said, you know, I do respect Denzel's acting and do like that. So uh, I share the same opinion with you guys about this. Um, the films that uh, Denzel act in, they're all really good. And uh, it's really hard to decide which one is better. Um, so due to the fact that uh, I stole had number two, I'm going to bring another one, another movie as my number two uh, today. So with Denzel as well. So that's um, the story when uh, he has um, he ha uh, basically he protecting a young child from Mexico, uh, really wealthy family, so... Man on fire! That's correct, that's that's the title, yeah. That's the man on fire, so basically he's American... Let's talk about it. ...ex-military trained uh, professional, Just going to up. Mexico... Oh, come on. <laughs> going to Mexico to... <laughs> Yeah, I think that he's, wasn't he split up with his family and he turned into an alcoholic and then yes, his family's absolutely. rehired him or absolutely, something like Absolutely, absolutely. He was in that kind of state at that moment. Um, he finding a kind of peace protecting this young child. Uh, uh, her family hiring him, wealthy family, extremely wealthy family from Mexico City, hiring him to protect the child. In the same time, basically the father is included uh, in dark businesses. And that was the reason the, this kid was kidnapped and uh, her protector was shot twice but he's surviving and uh, stories continue so on and on. I would like to recommend uh, to all the audience to watch this movie. Yeah, watch the film because as the part of the film goes, he was an ex-alcoholic, so he was an ex-marine, um, turned to drink, no work. So we kind of like his life went downwards for a bit. Um, he was hired to be a bodyguard for this girl at school because if people understand in Brazil and so forth, um, the main way of the criminals is to kidnap people and ask for ransom. And that's how they basically make a bit of a living. Not everybody, obviously, but that's how the criminals work out there. Right. Um, he didn't really want to take the job on, but to get him outside of his alcoholic alcoholism yeah, um, the girl sad. the girl turned him around and brought him outside of it and him and the girl made such a tight tight bond the bond was tighter than the actual parents bond and the girl gets kidnapped and I don't want to say the rest of the film because you need to go out there and experience yeah, and watch it for yourself so, uh, so having said that we've done the 5 to 2 so far so now as we're closing in here beginning to wrap it up Raymond Ruggus, Ray, man, the myth, the legend. I'm gonna give you all, give the mic over to yourself now. Uh, bless us with your number one. Right. Well, Rain Man's gonna bless you with his number one, and that is going to be uh, actor that did a bit of martial arts um, growing up. He wasn't a mainstream martial artist. He did it in his pastime growing up for um, to keep him humble, to keep him grounded, and to go through his exercise. And it's by an actor called Wesley Snipes. Um, Wesley Snipes has acted in some brilliant films in his time, but my number one film is going to be another um, trilogy, which my last one was a trilogy Matrix, but this one is going to be Blade. 
vampires vampires um, I'm not gonna express the name of the film I'm gonna leave it to my homeboys here to explain the film man he's talking about blade talk about a movie that I grew up on man what a movie a great comic as well and that was actually one of the uh, first Marvel movies that paved the way for all the Marvel movies that are out today so uh, big shout out to that Absolutely, I agree totally. So I like the movie and I like Wesley Snipes as well as an actor. Uh, great performance, great story. Uh, worth to watch it. So definitely check it out. So Lubo, I'm gonna get your infamous top one, and I would love to hear what it is. Well, definitely top, the top of the top. Number one for me is The Godfather, the first part. Uh, with the basically we've got a part with Al Pacino, Marlon Brando and Robert De Niro in the same time in the same movie and uh, this is the Godfather number one 1976 it's a gold movie gold standard I'm gonna um, admit to something here um, I had my list when I was coming but my little one deleted it off my notes and <laughs> Godfather was my number one film, but I had to make a new film, a new list out of my films on my way here. So that's why I chose Blade, which is still a number top one, but The Godfather lives up to the name of films. It is The Godfather of right. all films. So again, another trilogy, as uh, Rogus you'd mentioned earlier, your top, your number one was a trilogy as well. Man, what a great movie, Godfather. Let's talk about it. Godfather is as good as they get. I mean, I don't, I don't want to glorify any form of violence or nothing, but it's the era of the time, so there was violence included in it. But I'm not glorifying the violence, I'm trying to glorify the film and what the meaning is from the film to show other people in life of what can happen and how you can end up in some things and trying to get out of it. Just the nature of that as well, just to show the youth, I mean, watch the movie, go ahead, watch the movie, I know it's three hours long, but take the time, watch the movie. It's not and a family film, let's get that straight, it's not a family film because of the violence in it, so if you've got kids from the age of, I would say at least 14 upwards, they can watch the film. Well, I was 14 when I first watched the movie, so it's, uh, it's great that you say that. But what I'd say is take the message. They can take anything from that movie. If you if you see the path in life that those guys chose, they'll end up dead in jail. So be wise. And that don't end up down those paths because, just to let you know, that being a criminal, being violence and all these things, it's all right thinking that you're smart at the time, but I can guarantee you there's this thing called karma in life and it will come back and bite you in your butt. Reach. Yeah. Right, right. Oh. So I would like to find out. Right, just to confirm, so we're talking about the um, artistic aesthetic sides of the movie. We're not talking about the bad things. Now We're not uh, saying uh, about the mafia or the violence is good. So we're talking about the artistic side of this movie purely the aesthetic side of this movie. So, Pat, what is your number one? Uh, my number one, again, as we're on this topic, and you guys have already mentioned everything that needs to be mentioned, uh, my number one with that is, an, again, it's another Denzel movie. Denzel's winning today. Denzel is winning today. Uh, Denzel's always winning in life. I could have made my top five just with Denzel, but I have to be fair. Um, American Gangster. Oh. Great one great great film once again the violence the swearing 
but if you're an adult you put that to side listen this film is off the hook off the hook means for those that don't know street slang it means it's one of the best things going so uh, with American Gangster it's just the way that Denzel's character was portrayed uh, just the way he carries himself you know if you, if you look at how he carries himself he's portraying a true life character so the so the movie was based on a true story. Yes, it it was. is a true life character he's, he's portraying. Um, but if you look at how he carries himself in this movie, man, the portrayal of it, there's nobody else that you can get that can fill that role. So there we have it, folks. We have our top five. Uh, we've got, we've, we've uh, kind of covered the top five in all. Yeah. Let us know what you think about this list. Yes, so I'm going to agree with Luba there. Um, tell me what you think about, you agree with our list of our top fives. Um, we would love to hear back from you and your top fives, so we could probably talk about this in another podcast, and we can share information. Um, we're going to give out all the information of the new webpage that we're going to open on YouTube, okay? Um, with the Four Horsemen. Um, we're going to be here forever. I'm just going to say from now, we don't like to bag and roast, but I'm going to say everybody else watch out. Um, we're here to keep everything real to the world. We're not here to promote badness. We're not here to promote anything like that because we're trying to show the kids of today that you can achieve better things in life by putting your mind to it, your energy into it and anything that you put your energy into it you're going to always come out with a blessing at the end of it, okay? So what we're going to do then now, we're going to come down to our five quickly our five worst films we're not going to express about it we're just going to say the order as it goes, okay, in no particular order, I'm just going to say my top five films and then I'm going to pass to the next one of my homeboys and they're going to name theirs. So just to say, these are the five worst films I've ever watched. If these are on anybody's top five, if you like these movies, if you're offended, I do apologise. Sorry, but uh, actually, you know what, sorry, not sorry. These are five of the worst movies I've ever seen. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yes, as the fans are saying, please, please, please do not... Um, take no offence of what we've gave today. This is just on an individual basis. Obviously, your individuals yourself. So your list may may finish, may have some of those films in may not have it. So just to uh, just quickly to give you guys, uh, if you guys do wish to get in touch with us in regards to let us know how you feel about these movies, if you can go on uh, four at Horseman Four Questions at gmail.com. So that's Horseman with a capital H. For the numeric number four, at questions, sorry, questions at gmail.com. Thank you very much for that, for letting the subscribers and listeners know how to get in contact with us so we can have a nice feedback with them and they can have a nice feedback with us. So we're not going to express anything about the film. I'm sorry if some of the films were probably in your top five as best films. I'm going to apologise again, but my worst films ever is going to be a film called Mansfield 12. A lot of people have never heard of this film. It was a friend that quickly showed me the film. I watched it, I nearly fell to sleep, and I said, don't gonna make nobody else watch it. My next film, quickly, just to quickly base upon that, was by um, Van Damme and Kylie Minogue, and that was Street Fighter. Um, the worst film made from going from a, a cartoon to a film is the worst one ever. The next one down there, only, I do like the, 
the trilogies of the, this film, but it's just the fact that it was too far-fetched, and that was Fast and Furious 7, with a, a car made of gold, which would just drop straight to the floor, flying from one block to the other. It's just never going to happen in the world of man. And next film, I'm sorry about this, and I'm going to apologise to some people, because I know it's in your top ten, but I thought it was just too far-fetched. It was a remake of the films that I was going up, so I've got a different opinion towards it, and that was The Meg, that is out now. So uh, Ruggers, uh, man, that's some, that's a that's a that's just your top that's your top four worst. I'm guessing you're saving the uh, the the, fifth, the worst of the worst. I'm not being rude to anybody. I'm not even going to give a fifth. Uh, well, that's completely understandable, Ruggers. Uh, so uh, yeah, you guys probably don't want to hear that. Um, but just quickly touch upon, actually, out of all those movies, uh, I like the Meg. Uh, I'm gonna say I, I kind of like that, but I can see where you're coming from. Yeah, so I was going to use, a, I had one film down as a, a film where it didn't get the best recognitions. It's not a rubbish film. I thought it was a good film, so I'm going to change it from a crap film to a good one. And it was my one little one. Yeah, it was my wild card. And that is, um, it's an absolutely brilliant film and I absolutely love it. And that was John Wick 1 and 2 by the guy himself. Man, what a movie. What a movie! What, talk about a comeback! I think that revitalised his, his entire career. Yeah, it did. It did. Right. So, uh, just to quickly wrap it up, I'm gonna give uh, my five top, my top five worst movies. I'm gonna be as quick as I can here because I know uh, we've got to wrap it up. So, uh, my top five uh, might not be, you know, anybody else's worst. Um, but I'm gonna start it off with straight, straight off the bat, a movie that I absolutely despised, Top Gun. Not a fan of Top Gun. Uh, not a fan of Tom Cruise, I'm just going to keep it like that. Uh, number four was uh, Six Degrees of Separation. Uh, I did not like how Will Smith was uh, portrayed in that movie. That was one of his first movies as well. Again, not going to not going to talk too much about that. Just don't, just dislike the movie. Now, number three, some people might like it. I know Ruggers might get angry with me about this one, but Transformers. I absolutely despise Transformers. Um, did not like the movie. Didn't like it as a child, didn't like it as a cartoon, let's just leave it like that. Um, number two, Green Lantern. Absolutely terrible. They could have had so much potential, but they ruined it from the get-go. And number one, which uh, again, people might get angry with me, but oh well, I'm grown. Uh, I don't mean to offend anybody. Number one, that I, I think is the worst of the worst, Thor. Okay then, well you said Thor, um, but this is why we're saying it's, a, it's opinions, it's individualism, so obviously you're going to hurt somebody with probably what you're going to say. I love Thor only because I grew up in the era of comic books, so I read comics growing up because we didn't have films or anything like that, so that's how I grew up, so I love Marvel, DC characters because that's what I grew up on, and we're going to get your five now, Lubo, please. Right, so I'm going to... Still one from you and one from you. Basically, I've got one on the list. One of your worst movies that is uh, Street Fighters with Jean-Claude Van Damme and Kylie Minogue. Definitely, <laughs> definitely that transition from the cartoon to movie. Oh man, the, the worst. It was oh, the worst. Man. Great game on Nintendo. Horrible movie. In Listen, the game killed it. Listen, if anybody says that they're bad and they want to take me on in a whole school game called Street Fighter, yeah. I will take anybody on on that game. <laughs> yeah, the number four should be Transformers. Oh, come on, don't give me that Talk next time. <laughs> I, I really don't like the way our fads try to make out that I like Transformers. It's my son, that's why I watch it because my son loves it. 
I apologize, Ruggers. I know you're the man with the machinery, so. Uh... <laughs> okay, number three is um, the movies called The Soldier with Arnold Schwarzenegger, the early movies, so early 80s, something like that. Uh, basically, they. They changed the title after that in Commando, but pr the first title was The Soldier, something like that. The movie is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, all you can see is muscles, muscles, muscles. And it's terrible. Like, it, was, yeah. it wasn't for the storyline. It absolutely. definitely wasn't for the storyline. Yeah, I think it was definitely a, a program where it was for ladies, so they could just see all the muscles, <laughs> all the guys <laughs> looking all with six-packs and all the chest muscles and all the rest yeah that was definitely a movie made uh, made for the drakes of the universe that love looking at Arnold and all the muscles don't get me wrong I'm a big fan of Arnold but not a fan of that movie yeah same same I'm a big fan of Arnold but not that movie so number three number three could be this is a movie made in the early 80s as well and it's it's called uh, The Dead Man Walking so basically I'm talking about the part two the part one is extremely funny it's really hilarious but the part two is <laughs> I mean there's no point to make a part two for the man that was killed in the part one <laughs> so num num number one uh, number one we've got here the Basically, this is one of Fast and Furious. Everything above number three, Fast and Furious number three and above, it's totally ridiculous for me personally. Yeah, completely unrealistic, I have to agree. So, listeners, thanks very much for today for listening to us. Um, we're going to give a big shout to Tim Hortons, where we are in Birmingham, over the road from the Ramp McDonald's in Birmingham City Centre, for giving us the green light that we could use their premises. Um, I would say to people with families, or if you're by yourself, please come down, check out Tim Hortons. They have looked after us today. We're very grateful for them. And we would like to also say a shout out to our sponsors. And we'd like to also, at the end of it, we're going to give you the information where you can get back to us. And please, please subscribe. We're going to be doing another podcast very soon. And we'll give you the green light when we're going to do that. And we're going to give it to Fads now for him to wrap it up for the sponsors. And to give a bit of a shout out. And shout out going to Jev at the Four Horsemen that couldn't be here today. So uh, just to quickly wrap it up, guys. I'd like to say, uh, you know, big thank you to our sponsors, Grace Box. You know, without you guys, we wouldn't be, we would still be hungry. So, uh, shout out to you guys. Shout out to uh, Harry's Razors, because without you guys, I would be looking at Leonardo DiCaprio in uh, The Revenant. Um, so, big shout out to you guys. Big shout out to Emma's Mattresses, letting us sleep comfortably at night. Um, and, uh, and, what I'm gonna, what I'm gonna give a big shout out to again is uh, to all of our listeners, and you guys can get in touch with us through Horseman with a capital H, the numeric number four, um, questions at gmail.com, and anybody that has uh, Apple or Android, you can subscribe to this podcast. Just enter podcast of the Four Horsemen, and uh, you will see uh, our little logo, which is uh, which is the guy, the skeleton with the. Uh, the uh, primitive Dre beats on and uh, click, go ahead click the subscribe button tell all your friends tell your friends friends tell your friends 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 and uh, subscribe give them that line again for them to subscribe to us and that they can get us feedback again for me fans please so uh, the line to subscribe is a podcast of the four horsemen um, pop that into your uh, podcast supplier on Apple Podcasts or even www.podbean.com and uh, go ahead and click subscribe 
So thank you very much for today, listeners. Um, we're very grateful that you took the time to listen in. Um, big shout out once again to our sponsors for helping us to get this up and coming. Big shout out going out to Tim Hortons in Birmingham City Centre. Please come in and come and get something to eat, drink, keep out of the warm because it's winter time now in England and it's Christmas and these places have got all kinds of drinks, hot drinks available for yourself in this cold winter period. So we'd like to say a big thank you very much and we're going to get a thank you from my man Lubo. Yeah, thank you very much. So stay tuned. Looking forward to new episodes next week probably. I would like to say a big thank you again from my man Fad. So a big thank you to all the listeners. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to share. And uh, a big thank you from Javon as well, our brother Jay, who isn't with us today, but will be hopefully for the next podcast. And I'd like to once again apologise for the sound quality of the background noise because as we can say, we're in Tim Hortons for our first podcast. So you're going to hear the background noises. So we apologize for that. Thank you very much for listening in and we will get back to you soon for the next adventures of the Four Horsemen on podcast.